Thank you. Well, I think we've heard enough about Man of the Streets and Design Bulletin 32. Yes, right. <laughs> this is the sea squirt, which is a very interesting uh, um, creature. Uh, which it leaves its parents as an adolescent uh, and it then has one thing to do in its life which is to find a rock to stick on and once it's found its rock to stick on it stays there for the rest of its life uh, getting to the rock it needs to understand its environment and, and make decisions about where to go and where this rock is most likely to be once it gets to its rock and sticks on it, it eats its own brain. It has no use anymore for a brain. Do you feel a, a metaphor coming on? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm interested in these built environment professionals and why they have short sleeves. Um, they're, they're up to their elbows in, in something. Um, <clears throat> But who knows? Uh, what's, what's this? Um, it it's, uh, looks a bit like a, a pavement, but it's too narrow to, uh, to walk along with a, a double buggy or if you've got a stick or if you're uh, holding a child's hand. Uh, actually, uh, it's meant to be a shared space. Um, but when they passed the drawings over with a line by the side of it, the person who saw these drawings thought, what's that? It must be a pavement. I spend my life designing pavements. I've never designed, built a pavement that narrow before, but it's on the drawing, so I'll build it. Uh, it was meant to be a line indicating where the service corridor went. It wasn't meant to be a pavement at all. But at no stage in designing and building this place, as Amy said, did anyone say, let's think about what sort of place we're trying to create. Everyone was doing their professional job, a whole load of different professionals, but they weren't asking that, that single, um, single question. Um, and as they don't know what it is, they, uh, they, they, they park on it. Uh, they're meant to be parking, of course, uh, in the, the parking court round the back, but they don't because, as we've discovered since we started building parking courts, the human being is physiologically incapable of parking in a parking court. Weird, but scientifically proven fact. Uh, here is a, a parking court that's unused. Uh, another case, why do they build a, uh, a street light in the middle of the pavement? It's not a pavement, that's the utility uh, corridor and it's meant to be a shared space and the, the woman is meant, should be able to push her buggy along in the middle of the street but they think it's a, a street for cars and the um, uh, parking court is, is, is unused. Um, I'll take you through the, the science because I need to convince you of the physiology of this, um, uh, which relates to the, the, the human brain. Um, this is the part of the human brain that is more or less devoted to thinking about sex. This tiny little thing down the bottom is the uh, concerned with... Uh, 
So, so who knows? No, no, no wonder. We're, we're trying to do the impossible here. Um, we've seen double yellow lines, which tell you usefully that you shouldn't park here. Not, more than that, it, there's more information. It tells you you mustn't park on either side of the road. And, and nobody's parking. It's working. This is successful... Um, but it's people doing their job and, and not stepping back and thinking, uh, what, what, is it, what am I doing here? Uh, yeah, they've replaced, they've replaced the, the, the covers. They've, they've removed the clutter. But what, uh, what effect do they, they, they have? Um, this is near me. This is the, uh, it's the, the shrine uh, to the, the, the cult of the bollard. Uh, I've... I, I don't understand it, but it, 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 must be, it must be important. The reason why DB32 is so successful, I think, is because highway engineers like numbers, and they, they, they like a title. There isn't a DB31 or a DB30. Anyone, nobody has heard of that. They thought DB30, let's put a number in it, because then highway engineers will take it seriously. Uh, we had M MFS, Manual for Streets, and later they bought in MFS2. But they knew that that was just because it was the second Manual for Streets. But DB32, it's, it's just a way of thinking. This is the traffic signs manual, which is the sort of DB32 thinking. And I'll explain it to you, because it's, it's not easy to understand. Now, there's a point. I don't know if you know this about roads. You're going on the road. There's a sign in front of you. There is a point at which the sign becomes legible. Before that, you can't see the sign. Suddenly, you see it. Now, you're, you're driving along the, 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 in the fast lane. There's nobody else on the road at all, but you're driving the fast lane because you want to go fast. Uh, and you want to look at the base of the sign. Um, and so you look at it at a 45-degree angle, uh, which, for the sake of argument, we'll call 10 degrees. Uh, and... and because 45 degrees or 10 degrees is the, the, the maximum amount... If you, if you ever try, if you swivel your head 10 degrees to either way, 11 degrees, you won't be able to see anything. So your eyes go blank. It, I, I, until I read this, I, did, I didn't realise that. Um, this is the, the, the Dorset County Council sight lines. Same thing, you know, useful. They've got, they're giving you figures. The highway engineers get figures to tell them what are we meant to be designing the environment to look at. And the answer is two metre maximum. And, and what they're saying is if it's above two metres... It's a bird. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> if it's a person, a, a child less than 0.6 of a metre, they're probably small enough to pass under the car. <laughs> so, again, useful information. Um, but we've heard about how we're, we're creating environments designed around the... Uh, designed around the... Um, uh, the movement... Um, uh, rather than about places. Um, uh, and, but but there's a, the, the new generation, you know, we, we mustn't, you know, some of the highway engineers are still dinosaurs, but there are a lot of, you know, the highway engineers who wrote Manifold Streets and who are, we've heard from today uh, are trying to get to think differently. I've always wondered what's, why they chose, of all, you know, the, the, the least inspiring 
picture of any urban environment I've seen that they chose for the cover. And it's obviously really important. So what's happened is that someone has been driving this small plastic car because of the road, uh, the uh, excessively uh, uh, gradual radius, they've spun off at speed uh, and they're now being given the kiss of life by someone blowing through the top of their head, which is absolute, you know, that's why they chose it. it it's, people should be warned. Um, I forget what this one is telling us. Yes, it's, well, perhaps. Uh, we, we, we do place check because it's, it's just a way of, of, of looking at, uh, and there's a, now an app for place check, uh, trying to get people to think, let, let's just look at the place and ask some simple questions about, and get the professionals or whoever's involved together, say, you know, what do we like about this place? What do we dislike? What do we need to work on? Before we start designing stuff, just saying, what are we trying to do? What sort of place are we trying to create? Which we don't do. And, and place check is a, a simple way of, of trying to do that right at the start of the, of the process. And it produces a, a map and a, a spreadsheet with lots of information in it. Um, placecheck.info. Uh, and for community groups and uh, neighborhood organizations, uh, civic societies, uh, it's, we can set them up free uh, with a, uh, based on your particular map. Um, streets for All um, is uh, guidance um, uh, produced by uh, Historic England, which they're now revising for anyone involved in planning and implement implementing highways and other public realm works in, his, in a sense of historic location. And they're, they're consulting on it. And it's a, it's a, it's a series of quite useful uh, books. as a one general one, and then there's, I think, 13 regional ones looking at how to design highways in particular uh, regional contexts. And it's sort of well-meaning, but, but sort of totally useless, really. Uh, because uh, why? Well, uh, there are no funds available to maintain many of the existing environmental improvements over the last years, poor temporary reinstatement by utility companies, lack of suitable matching materials for permanent reinstatements, reversion to inappropriate and the cheapest available street furniture, limited budgets and outsourced privatised and regional highway management functions, lack of collaboration and communication between the professionals involved, lack of conservation area appraisals and streetscape audits in conservation appraisals, and lack of local authority conservation staff. And until we start getting these things right, the having you know, the right manual for streets and the right streets for all documents giving us advice about what we can do isn't actually going to uh, solve it. Uh, yeah, great news. We've appointed a new conservation officer uh, who's part-time and shared with two other local authorities, and it's a temporary post, and she has to do all the urban design as well. Uh, so... I was trying to think positively over the last 10 years, is anything improving? I thought, you know, we're noticing um, uh, biased terminology more. We're looking at, uh, you know, road improvements. Yeah, but improvements for who? Uh, for the traffic or the, or the pedestrians? Uh, it's, it's all in the word. 
alternative means of transport. Alternative to what? That means usually alternative to the car, which is the means of transport, and the alternatives are where, well, if we've got time, well done. Red tape, uh, you know, red tape, uh, which, which sounds like a, a bad thing, but uh, usually introduced because uh, it's thought that it might save lives. Uh, loitering, well, that's something you shouldn't do, uh, but isn't it what good people do in successful places? Um, I saw this the other day, lowering the Thames, lower Thames crossing vital to cope with the rising tide of traffic. The rising tide of traffic, it's just it's like, you know, it's probably, it must be the moon is attracting it, and uh, twice a day the traffic comes up and down. We can't, we can't do anything about it. Uh, London house prices have outperformed the rest of the country. Alas, something to be proud of. That house prices are really performing well. Um, isn't that great? Uh, none, necessarily. Um, now, aliens could be persuaded. Uh, you could understand why they might think that cars are the dominant uh, life form uh, on this, this planet. Um, what are driverless cars a solution to? Um, you know, what is wrong with cars? Well, is it that they disrupt streets or they have to be driven? If it's that they have to be driven, then making them driverless uh, might be a good thing. Um, here's the, uh, the, the technology, which I, I don't really understand. Um, so here's the alternatives. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll mean that people no longer have to own a car freeing our streets from the tyranny of car ownership, uh, or maybe they'll enable people to travel by car for even the shortest journey, bringing about the end of pedestrian-friendly streets. They, they say that a, a, a driverless car has to know, uh, it has to ask itself three things. Uh, first, where am I? Um, second, what's around me? Uh, and third, what should I be doing? Uh, and these are actually questions that I ask myself every morning, and the answer is always, I don't know. Um, and in fact, I, as a, 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 a fast adopter, have a driverless car, uh, and, and, and that driverless car, again, can't answer those three questions. Uh, and I'll end by showing you uh, a picture of it, and there it is. Thank you.